So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Honoring our fallen veterans on this Memorial Day Monday. Before anything, we want to uh, send our prayers out to the families of uh, the people in uh, memoriam. Thank you so much for serving our country. Thank you so much for sacrificing your life. So I want to start that off. Vince, you got anything on that? Yeah, no, I dedicated all my shows today to the great men and women of the armed forces, which I would I would be such a pansy if ever put in that position. Uh, the courage, bro, that goes with that is beyond my comprehension because, you know, I I'm a, I'm, I'm a wimp, I'm a wuss. And I admit that. And that's why I admire them, bro. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's much respect, man. Much respect. I actually, uh, considered when I was in high school, I actually considered a couple of times going to the armed forces and, uh, um, you know, it's not a regret that I have because I'm, I'm super happy with the path that I chose. But, uh, if I, if I did, um, I actually was talking, like talking to some some people, some ROTC people, and yeah, it was, I was pretty pretty serious about. Oh, well, good for you, bro. Because uh, no, that was not uh, that was not a uh, <laughs> that was not a path I was contemplating at any time ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. ever. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's interesting, Vince, because um, understanding it on the other side, not um not not being a vet um a couple like i said a couple times i was super um super super consider super super uh um contemplating it super in, in, intentional about contemplating it but it's interesting because now my phd is in forensic psychology so i've studied throughout the years um uh, hours and hours and hours of the the mental state of veterans and mm. how the suicide rate is so high mm. yeah veterans yeah. And things like that and just i've known people i've talked to people uh who are former veterans and just the uh the the uh the suicide rate and yeah yes yeah, tough uh it's interesting uh, also sauce is asking me what branch i actually considered both the marines and the navy so uh yeah i wanted to and bro, with all due respect, don't uh, don't talk about a uh, suicide rate just coming off watching this show for three hours. <laughs> Yikes! Like <laughs> serious, bro. I, I got to tell you something. Not not to change the subject. I am so sick of this show, bro. I, yeah. I, I I I I am so 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 sick of it, bro. There isn't anything I do during my entire week 
that is more of a waste of time than watching this show. And and that includes naps. That includes time on the naps, naps is a very good use of time. By the naps, way. time on the toilet. Oh, that's uh, a good use weeding. Of yeah. I'd rather be outside weeding. I'd rather be watering the plants. I I am so sick of this show. Yeah. And bro, I'm I'm telling you, and, and there, there was such there was such proof of this tonight. I gotta tell you, Chris, I just today I watched. Let me see. I got it right here. I watched season 13, episode six, March 30th, 1998. Bro, this was the raw after WrestleMania. Mm. This show was perfect it should have been a blueprint it should have been a a model they should have bottled this the way this show was done the way after wrestlemania that was austin michaels right yes austin michaels what happened that very next night should have been that formula and that model should still be used to this day now, I got to tell you, bro, going into this, th th this guys, when I tell you this WWE universe will buy anything at this point, this is exactly what I mean. Exactly what I mean. So we have this uh, this big uh, this big drama in the bloodline at uh, in Saudi Arabia. Okay, bro, this big story that's been brewing for years and years and years. And finally, Jimmy Uso, you know, super kicked Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Okay. However, that's not important enough to open up Raw. Mm -hmm. Okay, bro. So what is the argument going to be? Is the argument going to be, well, Vince, the bloodline is on SmackDown. Yeah, bro. And so is AJ Styles. And, and here is my point for any WWE fan out there listening to this show. Bro, let me explain something to you. Raw is not important enough to follow up the, the Bloodline storyline, which, which is the only thing they have going right now. There, there is nothing else that this company has going. However... Raw is not important enough for them to follow up on the show. But AJ's going to come over from SmackDown. So, bro, do you guys, do you not understand that the draft at this point is nothing but a ratings ploy? Mm. And bro, not only is it a ratings ploy, it's a ratings ploy that doesn't work. Okay, the draft show doesn't even draw ratings anymore, but then you have your draft, and literally two weeks later, people are going back. Bro, do, do you do you fans not see how gullible and stupid you look? Do you not understand what I'm saying? They're making you look like, and Chris, I'm not going to curse, I'm going to say it in England, in England terms. Bro, they're making you look like arses. 
They're mm. making you look like horses. They're basically saying, oh, bro, we're going to do this big draft. We're going to hype this big thing up. We're going to pop a rating. And, bro, in two weeks, AJ's going to come over from SmackDown. <laughs> and, bro, here's another thing. I-, I want everybody to see my notes. So, Chris, it takes freaking Seth Rollins eight minutes into the show before he says a word. Hmm. Bro, am I supposed to be sitting here for eight minutes watching this guy walk through the crowd? Is my time that worthless? Mind you, the Eastern Conference finals are going exactly. on. My, my time is that worthless that I'm going to watch a cosplayer walk down to the ring. Then, 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 Chris, eight minutes before the first word is spoken. So here comes AJ. And, bro, look, look, read, guys, read my notes. What, you, you see where it says handshake, Chris? Uh, see handshake, the last line before the uh, the uh, as, asterisk C. See handshake. Okay. Yep. 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 It says handshake. What do I got right after handshake? You've got. So I see Pierce phone call Rollins. Up before that. Up before okay. Pierce phone call. What's it say? Handshake. Then what? Handshake tag match. Then Judgment Day comes out. As <laughs> soon as they shook hands, I'm like, "Oh, bro, there's the tag match for the end of the show." Yep. Before you, bro, guys, you can see my notes. Before they came out, handshake tag match. Here comes Judgment Day. Yeah. I, I am so sick of watching this show. It's the same thing. Every freaking week, bro. A meaningless tag match at the end of the show for the last 15, 20 minutes. That means absolutely nothing, bro. And we're not going to follow up on the bloodline, but AJ's going to come over from Smack. Guys, quit. Listen, man. Sports Kita Nation. Guys, you got to stop being so gullible. You got to stop being so gullible. You've got to stop eating everything they're serving you because they're laughing. Mm. They are at a point now that no matter what we put on, they're going to watch it, bro. That's the point this show is at. Fair points, man. Fair points. It definitely seemed predictable. It's, it, I can't, I don't think that there's a strong argument against what you just said as far as just the bloodline. Now, the argument would be there on SmackDown, but to your point, Vince, AJ, not only is AJ on SmackDown, there's nothing to continue anything that he has to have with Seth Rollins. It was a tournament finals match. He's on SmackDown. He's going back to SmackDown. And as we saw through Raw, his appearance meant nothing but just be a part of the main event tag team. It, it, it didn't continue storyline. It was nothing. At least the bloodline is continuing a storyline that can carry over to SmackDown that we see on Friday. That's a cliffhanger going into SmackDown. For this, for AJ's appearance, nothing. <laughs> There's no cliffhanger for nothing. And, bro, he, here's where they're laughing directly in your face, bro. Because we literally have Pierce on the phone, and the whole idea of this is, yeah, bro, the draft is absolute BS, <laughs> but 
we got to try to come up with some reason of why we're going to let AJ come over to this show. And you guys are sitting there and we're going to watch next week and we're going to sing Seth Rollins' song. Guys, good, please, if you have nothing else better to do, Oh my God, bro! This, this this is this is comical, and I feel bad, bro, because my friend JB texted me last week, and you know he's right there with trips. I'm sure having some input in this. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bro. Years of working with me, JB knows better, so he's following Hunter's lead. This is comical at this point, bro. Well, we shall see with the segment by segment that we're going to have here. Actually, let's uh, we got a few super chats on deck. Let's start off with that. We got Joseph Gonzalez. Do WWE realize that they have rendered the draft useless so soon? What was the point of it? We haven't gotten anything new out of it. What have we gotten new from the draft? Actually, nothing. Zero. Nothing. Um, I can't, I, I legit can't think of anything that's been like, that's been really, like I said before, I think that Imperium should have beaten, uh, uh, Sammy and KO. I think that that would have been a good, um, kind of, um, uh, start of the draft. And I would have, I would say Shinsuke shouldn't have went so 50, 50. I, I like the win versus Bronson Reed. I think he, I like Shinsuke. I think he should be a dark, dark horse for the money in the bank. I think the Money in Bank could kind of revive his career. Um, I'd be all for him winning it. But at the same time, though, it's like it's hard to look at Shinsuke with legitimacy if he's 50-50 already coming from the draft. So I, it, it just really – Imperium. Imperium is 50-50 yeah, already coming I mean, from it, the draft. It, yeah, it, it hurts both of them, man. It yeah. hurts both of them. We got Mike Dowling, $5. I would rather watch Peter Fonda picking blueberries than watch Raw anymore. Very interesting. I would not mind. Is that on the channel? Is that a show? I'll watch that show, man. Peter Fonda picking blueberries, bro. Might be on YouTube, man. Might be on YouTube. We got Carl Hogger Hoggett, one dollar, just because he loves the show. So thank you, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. All right, so let's uh, go into the opener. We got Seth Rollins cutting Henry promo. Albany, New York, still singing the battle hymn is what they call it. And they're going to keep going on and on and on about it. And so it gets to the point now the thing is the crowd will sing it a little bit, sing a little bit, sing a little bit, and then they'll clap afterwards to applaud themselves. And then then we'll do it later on in the show when Seth comes out again and we'll do the same thing all over again. Indeed, indeed. So that's become a thing. So Raw's become a thing of like singing people's uh, singing people's songs. So uh, if you haven't noticed, um, who who else is it? There's somebody oh, else. No, bro, I got I got the notes later because finally the third oh, time the third time was Nakamura. There was something in between, and and I li- I literally have here with Nakamura. What's with the effing singing? Like the I second I, was Sammy. They were singing Sammy. Song. Yeah, with Sammy. Like what? What? What is wrong? What is with the singing, guys? Yeah. Is this yeah. a is this a sing along like freaking Sesame Street now? 
Is is that what this show is, bro? It's a sing. Could you imagine them, bro, singing along with Bruno San Martino and singing along with Roddy Piper and singing along with Randy Savage? Could you imagine this? This whole thing has become a mockery. This is a mockery, bro. This is a joke, and that's why week after week. Less and less people. Yeah, bro. Go, go, go to Saudi, go to, go to Puerto Rico, go wherever else you have to do to get full houses because here in your own backyard, and this was in Albany, New York, I believe this is a joke. The the, the sing-alongs, the, 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 the drafts, this is a joke, bro. We get uh, them getting interrupted by Judgment Day. Of course, like you said, that was pretty pretty predictable, and we knew that that was going to be the tag main event. I was like, okay, is there going to be some type of swerve here? Is AJ going to turn? Is he going to join Judgment Day? Is something going to happen from all this? But this was just one big uh, respect uh, house show. I will tell you what should have happened Okay. At the end, because, you know, bro, do, do never ask me to make chicken salad out of their chicken. You know what? But I will tell you the way the show should have ended. All right. What What is it? No, I'll tell you when we get there. Oh, OK. Well, I'll tell you when we get what? to the end. I'll tell you Cliffhanger vents, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Sunset Steve, $5 super chat. A long time ago. Uh, on a galaxy, I think on a galaxy far, far away. Raw used to be good. Now it's trash and needs to be dropped off the train station. Raw is meh. You know, to that point, Vince, I don't think that um, I don't I don't see Raw ever going away. I, I don't see. I, I think that they're. Oh, no, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I've never said that. I don't think. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, no, I think no. USA loves them so much because it's really their flagship show. Um, I don't I don't I don't know about the love though Chris keep in mind I was consulting for them for 2 years very recently and they were not happy with the numbers. So why don't they drop them? They may who who who's, who's who, Absolutely. Really? I I I would say I would definitely say 50-50. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. It just it just seems like they're Teflon with USA. I mean, I know that you are consulted with them. We'll do, see. Do they, so does USA really feel like Raw is per, perhaps not really giving them the, what they paid for? What they pay for. Absolutely. But I mean, that that's a fact. I'm not, I, I heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Bro, that's what, do people understand that's why they hired me? Like, why would you hire me for two years if you were happy with the show? That's true. That's why they hired me, bro. Especially since, like, Raw, I mean, for many years, and still is the flagship show, and they're looking at the numbers potentially, and they're like, man, something needs to change, you know? Because if the thing is, if if you're not, if you think about it, you have the Attitude Era, you have Ruthless Aggression, and then you have after ruthless aggression, it just continues to go downward from a network perspective. Now they're making revenue in other ways, sponsorships and uh, their YouTube revenue. They've got millions of subscribers uh, on YouTube and they're doing international deals and all that stuff, Peacock and all that. So they, they have different places where they're making revenue, but at the end of the day, it's still a network show. So none of that, I mean, like, 
that doesn't matter if you're cut away from the network. So if you're away from the network, you're trying to you're going to try to scrummage and scurry, you know, trying to get to Peacock deals or Amazon deals or something like that. But at the same time, if you don't have that network exposure, man, it's going to be really, really tough for you. As a, Bro, as a if, if you're if you're if you're a USA Network executive and you know anything about the program and you know anything about Raw or anything about wrestling. Seriously, bro, are you not sitting there saying the same thing I'm getting? Wait a minute. Why are we getting AJ Styles? Why can't we get the bloodline? Hmm. If anybody at USA Network knows anything about the product, how are you not asking that question? Yeah, I heard uh, when Lassie was champion, and I think it was like uh, I think it was like him, either him and Xavier, or him and Co- it, was, it was something that um, they they did a uh, um, uh, a title match on on Raw on SmackDown, and I heard that the USA executives were not happy at that, and I think they end up doing like a cage match with with Lashley, and I think Xavier Woods or something like that. It was a couple years ago, about a year, year and a half ago when Lashley was champ. Yeah. And so like USA was like, hold on a second. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're defending, you're doing this big title match on Fox. Hold on a second. You know, you, we've been helping you out as a product for a long time now. You get your little new girlfriend and and Fox, and now you don't you're, you're pretending like you don't know us that you know you're acting brand new basically. Yes. Now we want you know we want a, a title match too, and so uh, it's been some you know so, a little dissension going on and some friction going on when it comes to their relationship with USA when it comes to those things too. So, uh, you know, to your point, I don't, it definitely doesn't surprise me in talking through it as far as like USA starting to you know starting to see some reality here when it comes to the relationship isn't as uh two-sided as they as they wanted it to well, well bro let, let's let's look at logic let's look like i am telling you it is a fact that when i was working with them for two years based on the numbers they were getting they felt like they overpaid for the product mm. okay looking at that now the numbers continue to go down and you know, WWE is going to want more money. Sure. So I'm telling you as a fact, they were not happy with the current amount they were paying and, and what they were getting in return. And they're going to now pay more money without seeing an increase in the ratings guys, Chris, you and I come on here all the time. And what do we talk about? Business, 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 business. Yep. Are you going to pay more money for something that's of less value than when you bought it? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Especially from a network perspective. Right. The point of a network is to have a valuation at the end of this deal that's going to cause the network to get more money. So essentially, more views equals more ad revenue equals more money. So if you if you're not if you're not getting more views, that's going to affect your overall ad revenue. Let, let, let me address something because there's somebody here in the chat room, and I am so sick and tired of hearing this. Uh, Joseph Gonzalez, it's USA's most successful show. It's staying. You know, bro, 
Think about this, bro. They paid a lot of money for the show. They're not getting a return on their investment. Mm -hmm. You don't think, bro, they're not discussing, well, we could take that money and from that money, we may be able to create three or four new shows, bro. Mm -hmm. I am so sick. Just because it's the number one show on the network does not mean the WWE is going to ask whatever amount they want and USA Network is just going to pay for it. Yeah. That, 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 that's a ridiculous notion, bro. It's ridiculous to think that. Yeah, from a business standpoint, it is. I mean, like essentially, it's it's bad business if you're keeping on something that's not giving the money that you paid for it. So, at the end of the day, but you know, Joseph, uh, he's a he's a he's a uh, a constant super chatter. So, it doesn't, bro. Okay, bro, it's it's the number one show on the network. So we're gonna charge you a hundred billion dollars for the show, and you're gonna pay for it. Bro, that's nonsense. <laughs> it's freaking nonsense, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we got Carl with another dollar super chat. Thank you much. Uh, and we also got Rollin in the building. I heard a rumor. One ninety nine super chat. Yeah, Nick, rumor, Nick, Con, Nick, Nick Con threw that out there. Yeah, he he said uh, he he mentioned he 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 said. Uh, you know, there wasn't anything in stone, but he said he'd be open to Raw being another day and for SmackDown to have another hour. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, I think both of them aren't good ideas. I don't think a different day is going to mean anything. I mean, yeah. I, I think if the if the writing's the same, it don't matter what day you have, it's going to be the same. So that doesn't mean anything. And then SmackDown is another hour from a business standpoint. It's smart. You know, it, it'll be more ad revenue. It'll be more money to Fox. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if they'll keep that 2.3 million uh, uh, viewer number if there's another third hour and then people just get tired of the product because it feels stretched and it feels uh, um, it, it just feels long like Raw does. So I don't, I don't know if that's a smart business decision. All money ain't good money. You know what I mean? So at, at the end of the day, you have to understand when it comes from a business standpoint. Is this going to eventually hurt us in the long run? Yeah, maybe we may we may see a financial spike, but if we think about like a year to year standpoint, is this really going to be a smart idea to do? So, mm. same thing, same thing with uh, you know AEW when it comes to um, their Collision show. You know, I mean, I heard that that was a Warner Brothers suggestion. You know, be to to make to have Tony Khan um, do it on the Saturday night. What do you think about that? Are you are you I mean, we've talked about it before in another show, but as far as just Warner Brothers, you know, uh, the rumor is that Warner Brothers wanted Tony Khan to have another Saturday show. And, of course, Tony Khan's going to just, just soak that up. Uh, what do you think about Collision? I don't, bro, I, 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 I don't listen. I don't pay attention to the dirt sheet mark sheets, bro. I look at common sense and logic. It makes absolutely no sense to me that you've got a Friday show doing 300,000 viewers. So you're going to award them by, by giving them a Saturday show. Okay, bro. That, that makes no logical sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. I am still convinced that Tony Khan is buying this time. 
That is what I'm convinced of because, bro, listen, man, if you are, Chris, let's go back to Ohio State. They hire a coach, he's 2-14. and 14. They They going to bring the coach back next year and sign him to a three-year deal? Yes or no? Absolutely not. Okay, you've got a show with 300,000 viewers. We're going to award you by giving you another show the next night? <laughs> Come on, guys. Use your heads, bro, with this, will you? Yeah, I I don't know how that makes sense. You know, if the rumor is true as far as Warner Brothers, maybe they're giving them some money that they weren't expecting in that time slot on Wednesdays. The thing is with Rampage, though, is that they they hardly ever actually maintain because it was a 10 o'clock spot on Friday nights. That, that was the original thing, 10 o'clock on Fridays. But they're switching like 6.30 and 8 o'clock and 4 o'clock because of so many things that are coming yeah. in, in you know, TNT. And, and l- let's not forget to throw in the equation, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not forget to throw this in that Tony was looking for an ROH deal from the same network and did not get one. That's true. Okay, bro, so how, how hungry are they for wrestling if Tony had a whole other product and they did not want to put it on their network? Yeah, that's true. You, you, you got, you, you, guys, let me, let me teach you something about life. I'm 62 years old. I've learned a lot. A lot of it, guys, comes down to logic and common sense. Forget all the smoke and the mirrors, bro. It's logic and common sense. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, next, we have Ricochet uh, defeating the Miz in a Million in the Bank qualifier. Um, okay, we got a couple of super chats. We'll 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 talk about that. Actually, we got one talking about JD, and we got we got one talking about Gable too. So we'll 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 do it at that time. Okay, your thoughts on Ricochet and the Miz? I know that that's um, a couple things. One uh, before before I hand it over to you, a couple things I thought here. One, Ricochet and Braun Strowman got drafted to Raw as a team. We don't see them as a team since the draft. So can I, like, pretend that, like, I, I'm coming over as a team to some other, uh, to Raw or SmackDown just to, like, oh, gotcha, just playing. You know, we're going to do singles matches. That Again, I'm going to make this as confusing as possible as far as the draft stuff to make it real to make people realize how confusing this this thing is it's ricochet and braun drafted as a team but they're not a team it would make perfect sense chris if they made an angle out of it true you you and i both know they're not going to make an angle out of it so therefore it makes zero sense yeah but you definitely could make an angle out of this but with ricochet and and stroman but you you know they're not going to go there bro yeah they're not Couple other things. Another thing I uh, thought of. So, uh, January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three, Miz loses in a United States number one contender six-way elimination match. The thirtieth of January, Rick Boots lost against the Miz. The thirteenth of February, Rick Boots. I mean, the Miz lost against Rick Boots. The thirteenth of February, Rick Boots beat the Miz. Okay, the 20th of February, Seth Rollins beat the Miz. 
The 17th of April, Seth Rollins beat The Miz. The 8th of May, uh, Miz lost in the triple threat match. And then the 15th of uh, May, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura beat The Miz. And on the 29th of May, The Miz lost against um, uh, lost against uh, Ricochet. So the Miz has yet to win all year on Raw this whole year, and we're almost halfway. Bro, halfway. in baseball, they call it innings eaters. Okay, yeah. pitchers are valuable, bro. Even if they're mediocre, middle of the road, if they can eat up innings, mm-hmm. because over the course of the season, there's a lot of innings. So innings eaters are valuable. He is a minute eater. Mm. That that that's what Miz is delegated to, bro. He's a good little hand. Yeah. We'll put him out there, and he can eat up time on every single show. At this point, bro, the dude means absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, he, he's he's in the minus, yeah. if that's even possible. The <laughs> dude means absolutely zero, bro. He is a minutes eater, and that's all he is, bro. Super sad, man. The last television match that The Miz won. Here we go. So... Lost twice at WrestleMania, Snoop Dogg and Pat McAfee. The last television televised show that The Miz won. Oof. He beat Dexter Loomis in a ladder match on Raw December 19th of last year. So we're uh, about five Five and a half months that he's won a singles match. So... There you go. That's uh, that that is, and that was during the him and Loomis feud, um, you know, almost six months ago. So that's that's what you that's what the Miz is relegated to nowadays. Um, we got Trick Stratus cutting an in-ring promo. It's uh, he uh, she introduces jo- Zoe Stark. Uh, then they get interrupted by Becky Lynch, and then they get outnumbered, and then Becky Lynch uh, they get heat on Becky Lynch. What do you think? I saw I, I didn't watch the pay-per-view, bro. I don't I'm I I, I definitely am not gonna waste my time on the weekend, and especially when I'm not getting paid for it. But I did see the Zoe thing and I, I had a chuckle, bro. I had a chuckle. That that's that's how we're gonna get Zoe over now because for what no reason whatsoever, she's gonna attack Becky Lynch and now I guess be Trish's uh heavy. Heavy, yeah. Does, does Zoe start, bro? When I think of heavy, I think of Awesome Kong. I don't think of somebody that looks like Zoe Stark, bro. I gotta tell you something, man. For, and and does Becky not have a friend in that locker room? That's what I'm. Thinking. I, you know, I thought I, I was thinking like pop. Like, is this is this going to be like Lita's return? I was wondering. Like, I was waiting for because you know how they do right the camera <laughs> shot of like. You can see like in the horizon, like if they're doing like a, a a pile on, they're doing like a gang attack, and you there's a camera view that you can see like the the entrance ramp as if someone's going to come. I was like, okay, maybe this is a Lita thing. Maybe she comes back and they no, do a tag no, match after all these years. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. nothing. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, Chris, man, bro, this this guys, I want can can I preface something? Chris. Absolutely. And I think I've said this before. 
the blacklist has been on for 10 seasons with the great James Spader. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of the blacklist. This is the last season, season 10 of the blacklist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me be clear to everybody. Season 10 of the blacklist sucks. It is horrible. It is a joke. It has jumped the shark. They have gotten so far away from what the show was. I just want people to understand this isn't a, a this isn't a raw WWE thing. Yeah. Blacklist sucks in the last season. Okay. Yeah. Bro, I gotta tell you, I hate two promos on, on this show every single week. I I I hate Trish's promo. Because it's very mundane, and she re- she repeat. It's the thank you Trish promo. We've yeah. gotten it four times now. Yeah, nothing is. Cha- I can't stand it. And bro, I gotta tell you, man, I cannot stand Cody's promos. Yeah. I I I I am so bored by Cody's pro. I I I I can't, bro. Please give 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 me a Roddy Piper. Give me a Randy Savage. Give me a Lou Albano. Give me somebody. I want emotion, man. I want emotion. I want over the top. I I, I can't stand the Trish Stratish and the Cody Rhodes promos. And 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 it, it's I'm talking about as a television viewer, bro. The Trish, we'll get to the Cody promo in a minute. The Trish stuff, I look at it, and, you know, I I look at the crowd. I look at the crowd reaction. I told you that before. And they, behind her, were blurred. But even in the blur, you didn't see any type of, nothing. you know, emotion. You didn't see nothing, any bro. Emotion. It's just like, man, like, did they pipe in the booze, like, toward the end of the, the promo? Because for uh, the majority of that promo, she was just talking. She was just doing the really like soft heel jabs and people just did not care. Just like every single week, people don't care about Trisha's heel promo. Bro. She's repeated this same promo four times. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's the thank you, Trish. Okay. We get it, man. Yeah. Move on again, Chris. This is what I'm telling you. This is innings eater. Innings, eat the innings, eat the eat the time, eat the minutes. That's not bro. Every show should be advancing. Yeah, it should be advancing, bro. We go to week one. Then something happens. We go to T. We we advance a little more. Everything on this show is straight across, bro. Do you know, Chris? I'm just watching uh the the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro. In back to back segments. Okay. Paul Bearer made the Inferno match with Taker. Bro, this is the day after WrestleMania, and uh, Luna set up an evening gown match with Sable the day after WrestleMania. So once we establish the match, first week, now you've got four weeks, and every single week you crescendo it. Yeah. Trish has cut the same promo four weeks in a row, bro. If you heard it once, you heard it four times. Yeah. And it's sad because, you know, she's been called the queen of the attitude era. So, I mean, she should know 
Already. So she's not the queen of the Attitude Era because the Attitude Era officially ended when Russo and Ferrara left. I never worked with Trish Stratus. Maybe she could be the queen of the reckless w- abandon. What is it? Reckless what? Close. Ruthless aggression? Yeah, okay. Yeah. She could be the queen of that? Yeah. No, bro. She was not a part of the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era died when Russo and Ferrara left. Period. Was she? I don't know if she was the queen of RA. I, I, I suppose so. I mean, her her and leader were were big um, during the ruthless aggression era, the the beginning stages, like oh two three around there, uh, because Lita started to do like the Hardy thing, and then the Edge thing. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, you know, as far as Trish as a, her, her resume, you know, she's one of the greatest of all time as far as popularity is concerned. But I think at this point she, she feels like I've said this before. She feels like she's phoning it in. Like it just, it just, it doesn't feel like, you, you know, how Vince, you know how you can get like raw emotion of, of something you're excited about. You is that intangible, right? Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I when I saw uh when we played the old school uh the, our our first episode together when your lighting was bad and my emotions were just flat because I just was so bored with the with the show. And so, but now the emotions I enjoy working with you. So now the emotions are fun. We have fun. There's toots, there's a black scorpion, you know. I'm change making gimmicks in the gimmick aid veer mahan and everybody uh, the bouncies and everything else you know those are all fun i enjoy it but with trish though it just feels as if she's collecting a collecting a paycheck wanting to give becky a rub but at the same time not really feeling it as a whole and you see it and then if you think about it from a becky standpoint if I was Becky, I would have some conversations with either Trish or uh, people in the back of saying, we got to do something. If this whole thing is to give me a rub, something's got to change here. So my thing is this, Vince, if this whole thing is to promote Zoe Stark, I actually wouldn't have an issue with that because Becky doesn't need a rub. Becky's main event at WrestleMania, won the first ever woman's main event at WrestleMania, been champion multiple times. If this thing is to make Zoe Stark an, uh, another uh, a formidable opponent, go for it. But at the same time, you need to do much better than having Zoe out of nowhere being Trish's heavy made no sense to me. You got to connect the dots here. And, bro, I want to say this, too. I caught a couple of videos over the weekend. And it was the WWE stars outside of the ring i saw an interview side by side with becky and seth rollins i think it was entertainment tonight bro i believe bro very likable people Mm. i watched this promo and i like both of them but then I turn on this show and I'm like, bro, here was enough. Bro, listen, I don't know if you saw this or not. They were in Saudi Arabia. Is that where the thing was? Saudi, right? They're in the Saudi thing. And it was um, uh, Bianca Belair and, and Montez Ford. 
going to like the tallest building in Saudi. Okay. And they were being themselves. Okay. Bianca was not being, you know, they were being themselves very, very likable people. I that's I don't know what my problem is. I like these people when they're, when they're on the show. I can't stand them. I like them. But, bro, guess who's literally tagging along with, with Bianca and, and, and Montez? Guess who's tagging along and acting like an absolute jack arse? Who's that? Your boy, bro. Who's your boy? Uh, Ali, maybe? Ali. Okay, there we go. He's tagging along with the husband and wife for some reason. (laughs) And, bro, they're going up. They're showing in the elevator floor, 115, 120. And, bro, I'm saying, bro, throw him out the window. When you get to to the tour, throw him out the window once and for – but, bro, he was like – he was just acting like a total goof trying to steal the spotlight. And I'm like, bro, so, so, somebody needs to smarten this dude up. And can I tell you something else too, bro? Something that the great Bret Hart taught me. This is what Brett taught me. Whenever I had, to, and I think I've said it on this show before, but I want to make a comparison, Chris. Whenever Brett knew he was doing the job, he never said he was going to win in the promos. Uh-huh. In the pro, he would never say he was going to win because he said to me, Vince, then I would be lying uh-huh. and I'm a baby face. I can't lie. I can't say I'm going to win when I'm not going to win. So I'll say everything else, but I'll never say I'm going to win because he knows he's not going over. Why did this goof go in his car and cut this promo about beating Gunther and this, that, and the other thing, knowing he was going to lose? Like, why would you do that, bro? I don't understand. And then, bro, after the match, he puts out a tweet. Oh, man, I'm, I'm sorry I let everybody down. Honestly, bro, what is this freaking guy logically thinking, bro? Mm. Why would you go? I could beat him. I, I, I'm i feeling it. I, I can beat him. A lot of people are underestimating me. And 1,000% of the people say, no, you're not, you ain't going to beat him, bro. Yeah. You're never going to beat him in a million years. Yeah. He does the job and then apologizes. Then, then he wonders why he can't get over. Yeah. Come on, bro. And you got to respect that type of psychology from Bret Hart too. Right, just understanding mm-hmm. you know, the the product enough to say, "Hmm, I'm going to have some forward thinking here, and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to really hone in me as a as a babyface, and I'm not going to do a heel thing, which is overpromise, underdeliver. That yes. is heel one hundred and one. <laughs> yes, yes. Come on, man." Absolutely. You gotta, you gotta, you've gotta learn from this stuff, bro. Absolutely. Uh, did your did your did your chat freeze or something? Yeah, I've been seeing it. Uh, yeah, it's it's been acting up. Uh, it, it froze over the past seven. Yeah, something, something, seven minutes, something's something's yeah. weird with the chat. Yeah, yeah I don't know what's because our our live is lit right now. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know why the chat is uh 
that's doing that. We do got a super chat. Uh, we got a couple. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Yeah, this is a good one. We're about to do. No, I'll wait. I'll wait for the next one for the uh, for the Gable. Am I being too stiff? With what Ali or what? No, the the, the, the Ali, the the company, every. Am I being too stiff? Well, here's here, here's the thing, Vince, and we we talked about this before. I, I said this before. If 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 someone were to ask me, what is one word that that best describes your feelings toward the product right now? And my word still remains. It would be disappointed. You know that like I'm disappointed with the product. So if 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 there were apathy there, I wouldn't care. So I wouldn't even have much to say about the product because I legitimately would be apathetic and wouldn't care. But if there's disappointment, there's an expectation that are that is unmet. Therefore, you're going to be critical because you're disappointed. Can I tell everybody something? Everybody knows I'm a diehard baseball fan. San Francisco Giants because my father was a New York Giant fan. I've been a San Francisco Giant fan, bro, for 50 freaking years. Chris, I, I want everybody to understand the comparison here. They opened up this season six wins and 13 losses. Mm -hmm. I was calling them every name in the book. I was calling for the head of Gabe Kapla. I was <laughs> disgusted. I stopped watching the games. Yep. Chris, guess what? Fast forward now about a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah. The Giants are two games over 500. Very nice. Okay, bro. So, But my point is, bro, they improved. They yeah. improved, and now, okay, now I'm with it. Now yeah. you guys are improving. Now you guys are playing good ball. Chris, when are we going to get the improvement here? When, when does the improvement come so we can sit here and put this show over? Yeah, yeah. Here's, look, I'm an Ohio State fan. Right, right? yes. Okay. I want you to read this. This is from, this is the Michigan-Ohio State game, and I cannot stand Michigan, right. right? I can't stand Michigan. This is from November 27th. Everybody who's on my Facebook page. This past you know, November. Uh two Novembers ago. Well, okay. We've okay. lost against Michigan twice in a row, unfortunately. But two years ago, um, this is what I wrote about. And I want you to read this out loud. This is during the Ohio State Michigan game. <laughs> you right? cut the promo on Ohio State. Go ahead, man. Read this out loud. Ohio State wasn't ready for Hoskins. Terrible defense. Michigan deserved. Where's my applause button? There you go. There you go. Yep, yep. When you turn it around, we'll be with you. Yeah. When are you going to turn this around, bro? Exactly, exactly. I, I'm, I am a critic of Ohio State when I'm, and I'm seriously, uh, going to cut a promo when I'm disappointed in Ohio State football. I don't care because I'm. I'm right. I don't care. I'm not going to be some yes man. Yes, you know, and lap dog and say Ohio State can do no wrong. I'm disappointed, so I'm going to be extra critical when I right. know that something is potentially better than it is. I'm going to be critical of it. Right, and there's nothing wrong with saying. You can do better. Exactly. We all can do better. Bro, I, I I do Russo's brand. I podcast every day of the week. I know I could do better. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all growing. 100%. Uh, let's see here. Now we got uh, Indus Shear. 
defeating uh, the uh, Matt Hardy 5.0, a.k.a. the uh, great value version of Matt Hardy, and somebody that had Big Daddy on his trunks. So was I remember he... when they did this, who were the guys, who were the guys, the big twin big guys that looked alike? Who, who the, oh, not... yeah, 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 yeah. So they were, yeah, yeah. They, uh, uh, who was that? El- Ellering managed them, didn't yes, they? Yes, who was yep. that? Uh, the bookends, the what, what were they called? Uh, come on, help us, sports kid. Come nation. on, SK Nation. Um, the pillars, they of, were the uh, yes, the uh, authors of pain, authors the authors of, of pain. Yes, 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 bro. Is is this not the same? Like, this is the <laughs> same exact thing. We're yeah. gonna let them destroy jobbers and then they're gonna disappear. They actually, when they were with Seth. And his and his faction actually made sense, like as his heavy uh, from a faction standpoint. But when when Ellering with with was with them, I was like, eh, I don't really know about this. And then when they went with Seth, it made sense, and they just dropped the whole thing and dropped them too. So I don't know. I, not, I brought, I was, and don't get me wrong, you guys know I'm a big Jinder fan. I like this group. I I believe they they could bust you up. Yeah. See, bro. Now again, if if this is me to shake things up rather than, you know, their, their face and job is, I don't know. Like, were we supposed to believe they weren't going to squash these jobbers? I don't know. But if it's me, bro, you know, I'm, I'm having them. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'm having them jump Imperium. Wait a minute. Why, why are you, we both came over to raw at the same time. What made you guys jump to the top of the pack and get a shot against, you know, the tag team chat. I mean that, that I'm doing something unpredictable and interesting. Mm-hmm. Having them squash two jabronis is not interesting, bro. It's the traditional. No, I know it. I know to build the heat with the, with the heels. I'm not too opposed to it. My only thing is, with these certain things, there's just historically, uh, again, as far as recent his- history is concerned, there's no payoff to this. So, the, it, so it really doesn't matter to me when I see stuff like this. What does this mean? Are they going to go against KO and Sammy in a, in a few weeks and lose to them? I mean, like, w- what is this doing? And does it also make gender just the spokesperson of this? Like, why? Like to me, he's being grossly underutilized. Him just having this really monotonous tone of in this year, you know, what I mean, like, why do I care about that? I, I, like, what's the build up here? And and to your point, I understand. Like, yes, there's no build up yet, but I, I don't mind the traditional getting the heat because we don't know who they are, so we want to make it seem like they're intimidating. I just don't. I'm, I'm just not confident enough in the payoff of this. That's that's yeah. my view on it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have. Uh, KO and Sammy cutting an in-ring promo interrupted by Imperium. Then Imperium then interrupted by Alpha Academy. That leads there to their match between Imperium and Alpha Academy. I just had here. I had a couple of things here. I had you know you know again, bro. This is this was the more singing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's, it's sing along time again now. You know, Kumbaya. What when are we breaking into Kumbaya? Like <laughs> let, let's just all break into Kumbaya. Then I'm watching this, bro, and I'm like. They're referring to the one dude as Baldy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, just like, bro, bro, is this Ropper Room? Like, what, 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 what are we doing here, bro? The, the, the most obvious thing about the guy, oh, he's bald, so we're going to call him Baldy. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I, I thought about that. 
uh, that part of the segment, Vince. And I'm like, why are you making a potential major heel team a comedy act already? Like, why why are you making like okay, he's he doesn't say anything. We saw him, we we, we see him talk, we see ears talk, but what about Baldy? I'm like, how in the world is that helping them get heat? There's yeah, making that's making right. them look like chumps. And call, then guess what happened? He didn't talk. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, call call Steve Austin Baldy back in the day and yeah, see what just stood there. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm Baldy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very true. Oh, uh, we got Jordan oh, plays five dollars super chat. I found Raw to be legitimately enjoyable tonight. Actually, was laughing when Chad Gable oh. came out and was asked to say a thank you by Kevin Owens. Oh. Good for you, Jordan. You also got the W. You also got the WWE logo as your meme, bro, which should tell you uh, quite a bit. But great, I'm glad you enjoyed it, bro. I'm glad it's terrible. He's an avid fan. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a uh, Red Fox funny, bro. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's a big stretch, but yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll go with okay. you. <laughs> what about, bro? What about we got a bro? He, bro, I'm, I'm very confused. I'm, 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 I'm shooting here. Time for Joey. Uh, no, 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 not yet. I'll, I'll get Joey in. But okay. Da- okay, damage control is also on SmackDown now. Yes, okay. yes. I- yes. But they yes. came over for this. They were allowed to come over for this. Uh, but why didn't why didn't Pierce have to explain this on the phone? Yes. Why didn't Pierce have to talk to Triple H on the phone and say, "Bro, we- listen, we got another problem." Oh, so- on, damage control took a plane here trips. What, what am I going to oh, do, bro? bro? What do we do? We had this draft, bro. They're not allowed here, bro. I love it. I love it. So you know that I am the draft analyst when it comes to making it as confusing as possible, right? Yes. And so yes. that, same thing I brought up. Same yes. thing I thought of. Okay, so why is there any female tag team even included in the draft if – the tag team championship is both brands and any tag team can just come to the other brand without any explanation. So that means, so Raquel and Shotzi, who I believe is on raw, just hops over to SmackDown. There's no Pierce phone call. There's yes, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, he is here. It is time for Joey. Chris, let's take this one step further. Yes, dude. Let's do please it. help me with it. you. You, I always, how many times a show do I say, bro, you're the psychologist? That's help amazing. me with this. Okay. We do the draft. Yep. You're on SmackDown. You got to stay on this show. You're on Raw. You got to stay on this show. Yep. So technically, since they got drafted to SmackDown and they got to stay on SmackDown, bro, Pierce is on the phone with Trips. Hey, yeah. I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, bro, hold on. They now have to pay their own plane fare, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, yeah. to yeah. go from <laughs> – why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you pay money out of your own pocket yeah. yes. to go from SmackDown? Was- the, the company ain't going to pay for it. We had to draft. This is the, and to your point, this is what makes it even worse, Vince. AJ Styles right. had to take a 13 hour plane ride from Saudi Arabia to Albany, New York from his own dime. 
because right. he's on because he's on SmackDown. Exactly. And then he has to go back on SmackDown. Right. And he could have just then, came home. And then not only that, they're paying for it out of their own pocket, and Pierce is calling trips and yes, getting them yes. in trouble. Like, yes. bro, did you did you send them here? Oh no, I, I didn't send them here. They must have flew themselves there. Yes. <laughs> what and, a joke. And let's bro. continue what to make joke. let's continue to make this as illogical as possible. Yes, please do. So with AJ hopping over to Raw just because why can't a SmackDown superstar just hop over to Raw and say, you know what? I'll pay money out of my own pocket to go against Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship because I won a title. Exactly. Exactly. But now it's starting to make more sense to me because if I'm Roman and the bloodline, I ain't paying money out of my own pocket to go. What, are you, what, 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 what would I do that for? I got, I got, yeah, so, so, so now they got an out. Yeah, they have it out now. Exactly. Bro, what about this? This may have been even better. So we got the Rodriguez and Shotzi and damage control, and we're going to have this, uh, what was it, a four? Was it a four-corner or a three-way? Four-corner? Four yeah, four-way. Chelsea and uh, Sonya Deville was uh, there as well. Chelsea and Deville, Rousey and Basil. Okay. Bro, here's the funniest thing in the world. So we have the we have uh we have the pre-tape. Then before we get to the introductions of the teams, we got a Candice LaRue package. Yeah, yes. I was thinking the same. Like <laughs> give me Joe. Yes, yes. Bring Joey. Hold on, Joe. Bring Come Joey. on, Joey. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Best I looked, bro. Since this this woman's been on Raw, she's got to be about one in eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah. she's about one of eleven. We beat her every single week, but we're playing a highlight reel yes, yes. with all Her losses. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to feature you. Who does this with the highlight reel of your losses? Later. Who does this? Bro, who does this? <laughs> that's like saying, that's oh goodness. That's like saying Ohio State is going to be a top five team coming into the uh 2024 season. We're going to play a highlight reel of all the teams they lost against yeah. last year. That's what we're, <laughs> we're going to say. It's uh, it's un I, I said, bro, they will buy anything. Yes, anything, yes, bro. Uh, we have uh JD McDonough against. Well, before we get to that though, bro, I I, I am glad that Rousey and Basie, I believe that team, Likewise, I, I, I believe in that. And bro, every week they should be beating people up. Yep. And you know, you know what it should be, bro? They should be beating people up to the point of getting disqualified, decisions being reversed. Like they, they should not care about wins and sure. losses. Yep. They should just care about breaking bones and hurting people. Give yep. me something different, but I like the belts on that. I agree. I, I think I saw those four teams. I was like, okay, they are the most believable, and it would be ridiculous if they were to lose the match and then try to get the heat to to, to chase the titles yeah. as, as heels. That wouldn't make sense to me. Them having the titles as heels is per makes perfect sense to me because that gives a babyface team the chase. The only thing is now what credible team is there to make it make sense as far as chasing the title? There's none. And just have them there's beat none. everybody because there's none. There's none, bro. Who, who could be? Who could be? 
Is the 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 Katana Chance and Caden Carter package that we got? Maybe who? You didn't hear? You didn't see that oh, package? No, don't tell me. There's, there's not. There's not new people coming. Is yeah. there? No, there's not. No. There is some some from, from NXT. Why? Why? This is what I mean. When 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 Chris and I sit here and tell you, bro, they're playing to a niche audience. Here's the proof to the pudding, bro. Why is Graves saying there's gonna be internet tears tonight when when Baszler? What, what, who who cares about the freaking internet, bro? Why are you saying? Who gives a crap? Yeah. Why would you say that? Now, now you're a mark, Graves. Yeah. Now, now, now you're coming across like a total mark. If the internet is more important to you than the mass audience called the world, yeah. now you're a mark and you're showing that you're a mark. Why would you say that? Good point. Good point. Uh, we'll get to J.D. McDonough versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Double count out. This is uh, Drew some heat for McDonough. Any thoughts on McDonough? Bro, I swear. For, first of all, bro, they, they, they please use the announce table just one time during a show. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you, it already means nothing when when it's used in three or four matches. It's a joke, bro. I I really felt like I don't know what was going on, but Ziggler screaming because the guy was stepping on his head. And I know Ziggler, and we all know Ziggler is the greatest worker in the world. We all know that, and he earns every dime he makes. Good little hand. But didn't that seem a little overselling to the point that it was almost cartoony? Yeah. I mean, I you know, Vince, man, I really feel sad for Dolph Ziggler, you know, just as a as a talent. Yes, he had a couple of world title reigns. There were both of them were transitional. Had a ton of, you know, mid-card title reigns. He's had so many. He's NXT champ. You know, like he's he's had, he has a really nice resume. Him and Kofi are a lot alike when it comes to like just good little hands, impressive resumes, former world champions, but they're just too good for their own good. I remember, I think I've mentioned this before in the show, but it bears repetition. Uh, Bully Ray, he was on, I think, Busted Open Radio. I don't know if he's still on there. I haven't watched Bully Ray? In a while. Yeah. Yeah, he's still on there. Yeah. He's still on there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So years ago, I was watching Busted Open. I was listening to Busted Open. And uh, him, he has pretty good commentary when it comes to stuff. I mean, he's he's a really good mind for the business. But he had, a, he had some interesting commentary about uh, Dolph Ziggler. He was talking about how like from a backstage standpoint he was like the problem is like Dolph Ziggler is so good that he's just basically the the, the product of his own demise because he's so good yeah he's, he is the utility player of WWE so if Vince is like hey I need you to open a, a show I need you to close a show I'm trying to develop this talent. I need you to be in the, a few with them. He did the same thing with Austin there. He was a he was a heel with with uh, with Bobby Roode, and all of a sudden he comes up, you know, on the platform interview spot, super kicks, you know, uh, 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 
was it Omar uh, super kicks MVP and gets in, involved with that super kicks, uh, uh, Austin theory. He gets involved with that. Like he, he's just everywhere and okay. Okay. Yeah. We need you to be a part of a, a title uh, feud. Okay. We'll throw him there. Uh, Goldberg didn't like his match against the undertaker. He didn't want to, he doesn't want to go out like that. We'll, okay. We'll throw you in a slum, SummerSlam match against Goldberg. He's just everywhere. Yeah. And he's a, a huge utility player that the problem with that is that doesn't put you, that doesn't separate you as the upper echelon of talent. Yeah. It just makes you a utility player and be used at the leisure of Vince McMahon. Because they, really they, they, problem. they could do exactly what you said, Chris, but they could still protect, protect them. All they got to do is give them a story. They could, yeah. that, but they don't do that. They, they don't. don't do that. Yeah, Bro, I want to back up to one, one other thing. I, I, I don't, I don't want to just go past this with the Sammy Zayn and the Kevin Owens promo and the, and the more singing, I, I I had a laugh out loud when uh, Sami Zayn started talking about, about the bloodline and you deserve this, you know, Roman and this and the other thing. And then and then Sami Zayn, as a babyface, said the line, "Well, now 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 it's clear, you know, we won." And I'm sitting there saying, no, bro, I think Roman Reigns pinned you and your partner. And what, bro? You're going to take this? Yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that that makes you look so freaking weird. So because he beat the both of you, oh, no, we we won, bro. We won. Jimmy got him at the end. Come on. Yeah, good it's, it's like what's next with, with the Cody promo, bro. It's like when Cody starts going into th- this is what I, I just when he starts going into Brock Lesnar is afraid of Cody Rhodes. Bro, do you think there's one person watching this show that would think Brock Lesnar would be afraid of Cody? This this is what I'm talking about. Who who are you talking to that would believe that for half a second? Meanwhile, he's saying that with a slang. That's like <laughs> right. that's exactly. like that's like me that's like me going to a bar and just beating the crap out of somebody on a bar fight, and then like a few days later they go Facebook Live. I, like I've already beat him up. Like I don't need to entertain you anymore. I've already right. beat the snot out of you. But then a few days later, because I don't respond to your call out, they go on Facebook Live. Like, see, Chris is afraid of me. Like, oh yeah, bro. Be bro, you see, you, bro, yeah, you see that all the time with the little guy who got his butt kicked yeah. and broken. Like, that's all you got with yeah. the like, that, right. That's all you got. Bring it, man. That's all you. I'm like, See, he's not responding. He's afraid of me. Like, I don't need to entertain you anymore. Like, I've already beat the brakes off of you. You're wasting my time by entertaining you now. Now, but you're going to go on Facebook Live and entertain and, your audience. And, and bro, stuff. remember, remember, we've gone from Brock Lesnar's in my rearview mirror yep. to now Brock Lesnar's afraid of me. Yeah, and a sling, by the way. We always got to face. We always got to man. This, I like the is... fact I he's afraid of me. But he broke my arm and I'm in sling. Yeah, that right. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Michael Anthony, $7.99. JD, JD McDonut. And Ziggler match was a mess. Who cared about this match? And yeah. bro, speaking of JD McDonut, <laughs> bro, could he here's here's the first impression. When the guy came to the ring, 
my my first impression is, bro, he looks like an indie guy. Mm-hmm. Can the can the guy look any more bland? Bro, where on TV? Where's the pageantry? Where's the prompt p- pomp and circumstance? Where's the television star? He looked like an indie guy, like every single indie guy looks. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You only get one first impression, bro. One first impression. Yep. Uh, we get uh, Matt Riddle cutting a backstage interview, interrupted by Gunther. And now they're kind of teasing the fact that the cash-in can be against the Intercontinental Champion, too. What do you think about that? Well, because that's what that's what they want it to be, bro. Wow. That's where they want to go, bro. So somehow or another, yes. Riddle will cash in against Gunther. They kind of teased that last year, too, with uh, Theory trying to tease it in for the United States Championship. Uh, didn't didn't he? Because he won it. Like, because he won the Money in the Bank last year, didn't he? Who won the Money in the Bank last year? Didn't he, have, didn't didn't he win it? it but turn it in for another championship? Well, not didn't he turn it in for the U.S. title, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> so now we're cashing in for mid-card championships now. That's... That's horrible, man. Uh, so I guess this this is another tease for the Intercontinental Championship, and now they're, you're you're diluting what the money of the bank should mean by saying, "Oh yeah, now you can cash it in for mid card championships." Yeah. What what a mess! What a mess! Uh, <clears throat> we get a backstage interview with Rousey and Baszler. Um, they were just kind of hanging out, chatting backstage, and uh, there you go. Thoughts on that? No, I, I just bro. Did you see what, 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 what all the girls' faces were black and blue? Like, are you like literally beating a snot out of each other out there, bro? You talking about Rousey's face? Rousey's face and Trish's face. Oh yeah, Trish's face. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw the 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 bruise there. But it seemed like I was paying attention to that. It seemed like that came at the end when she hugged Baszler and like the her uh, makeup smeared on her. Nah, it was like it was like, it was like here had, and it I, went down here. I thought she had that from the beginning. I saw no, it was like oh, two spots later on. Like yeah, yeah, it was two spots like right down this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it could have been different, but I I thought it was that when she hugged her. It could have been something else. Uh, we get uh, Nakamura defeating Bronson Reed. Your thoughts on this? Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, again, bro, like you know, they they already what, what did Nakamura beat Miz? Then he lost. Uh, I can find that out. For yeah, you he guys. beat Miz with the small ball gimmick. Yeah, but then yeah. didn't he lose last week to somebody? He, he's yeah, he's he's like been fifty fifty just about the whole time. He, he well, he started off losing the triple threat. Yeah, so he he beat he he lost triple threat, then beat the Miz, then he lost to somebody else. Uh, like I think last week. Yeah. And then he beats uh Bronson Reed. I I I think bro this he is lost to Finn Balor. So he so he so he lost a triple threat. So he's literally 50-50 now. Yeah. And since on raw. He lost a triple threat. He beat the Miz. He lost to Finn. He beat Bronson. So he's two and two on raw. I, I swear I don't know, bro, if this is you know, all it takes is one person to say that Bronson Reed isn't ready. That's yeah. that's all it takes, bro. And then we're gonna set him a few. I don't know, bro. I, I've been impressed by uh, this guy, and uh, I, I wouldn't have put Nakamura over here. I, see, my thing is, 
I don't want Shinsuke like I, I want him to be viewed as a top baby face because they don't really have that on Raw than in Seth. So I want Shinsuke to be viewed as a top baby face on Raw. The only problem is I think they've already spoiled it with the 50-50 crap. But you don't want to have Bronson Reed be at the at the uh expense of pushing Shinsuke. Like they put they put Ricochet in there because he's a flippy floppy and it's a ladder match. That's the that's the only reason why they put Ricochet in there. He has he's not going to win. They're going to, he might win now since if WWE listens to this, he might win because, because of that. So thank you. You're welcome, Ricochet, but I don't see him winning. Uh, I, I, there's the fit. There's the flippy floppy ladder match spot for the audience. That's the reason why he's going to be in there, but you don't need that. I, I don't think you need that. I would have rather Bronson beats, um, uh, Ricochet and be in it, and then Shinsuke beat the Miz again and be in it. I think Bronson and Shinsuke should have been in it. Or if you, if you want the flippy floppy spot, have Ricochet beat somebody else, or, or or you know Bronson beat somebody else. You don't you don't ex, you don't expend or or you don't you don't have Shinsuke win at the expense of Bronson Reed. That's not really helping Bronson. Yeah. And so I I think I think this is a bad booking call here. Because you didn't need that to happen, and plus, it's like these these matches doesn't really build anything. So you're not going to have a Shinsuke Bronson feud. It's just a one off match. I like this match actually. This is the best to me. This is the best match of the night. It was a good match. It was just a good storytelling match of big heel, massive heel, gaining the upper hand. Shinsuke really baby facing it up and playing the. You know, this this the psychology of it. I tried to do the sliding German suplex once. He was too big, couldn't do it. I had to wear him down a little bit more the second time. I see, I like that stuff. Like I, I like the again, I'm a nuanced guy. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to me. I, I like that type of stuff. I think the match was good, but I, I I wish that to me, I look at matches like that. I'm like, yeah, the payoff should have been larger than just the money in the bank qualifier. That yeah. should have been a feud. And then Shinsuke get over by having that match on a bigger stage. Those are my thoughts. Uh, Judgment Day cutting a backstage interview, and then we end with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles defeating Judgment Day. Thoughts? Bro, this is where I said, you know, about the last match, okay? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm uh, I'm, I'm putting Damian Priest over Seth Rollins. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. The guy just went to won the title. Yep, it's a tag match. Yep, yep, it's an absolute shocker. Now you've got some place to go. One hundred percent of what the agree with that. What I said, bro. See, here's what's happening. Let me tell you exactly what's happening. Okay, bro. Seth Rollins is a Triple H favorite. And that's how it's being booked. And you know what, bro? That's not best for business because you got a guy like Damian Priest that looks like a freaking stud. You just had Bad Bunny beat the dude, bro. Let him go over here in the tag match. Let him have that win over Seth, bro. You've got to do – bro, if they don't do something with Damian Priest soon – He's just going to fall right into the middle of the pack, and that's all he's ever going to be. 
Vince, I 100% agree with that. I, I was thinking about that when I saw the match. I said, first of all, AJ Styles is going back to SmackDown. Like, this is a house show finish right here. It, it's meaningless. You, yep. You're just having a house show, main events. AJ Styles, somehow he gives Seth his respect. Then he tags with it. Like, this is the person who beat me for the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm flying with my own money from Saudi to Albany, New York, when I could have went home. I'm coming to Albany, New York to publicly tell you that you earned it and to team with you to beat a foe that isn't going to be my foe because I'm going back on SmackDown. Right. That makes no sense to me. If you if you did that, you, this is what you could have done. You could have had uh, AJ go for a Pele kick. It, it, it's, a, it's a backwards kick. You, you, you assume that your, your opponent is behind you, right? So he could have went for a Pele. Priest could have shoved Rollins in front of him instead or could have pulled him over. AJ did the Pele on Seth, that call, and then Priest uh, throws Seth, uh, throws AJ out of the ring, south of heaven on, on Rollins, one, two, three. That leads to Priest and Rollins at Money in the Bank. That is your Money in the Bank World Championship match right there because who is going to be that heel right now to go against Seth Rollins? They're talking about this Money in the Bank qualifying and all that. That's the big thing for the next five weeks. But you're still going to need a, a, an opponent, a viable opponent for Seth Rollins. And I think this is what you do. You have Seth Rollins go against Damian Priest for the title. But now you don't even give us that potential option because you had Seth and AJ who aren't even a team, who aren't even going to be, house there's show. no continuity there. House AJ's show. going away. It was house a house show, show finish, man. Yeah. It was Bro, here's another thing that we kind of we kind of glossed right over. Chris, uh, your lovely wife. Yes. What's your lovely wife's name again? Mark Tiffany. You and Mark Tiffany go out for a lovely dinner. Mm -hmm. Okay, you excuse yourself to use the men's room. You come back to the table, and there are two women kicking the snot out of the beautiful Mar Tiffany. Mm. What does Chris do? I'm going to tackle both of them and contain them uh, to get uh, security to get them. But I'm going to be super-duper tempted to knock both of them out. Meanwhile, okay, back at the ranch, Seth Rollins is watching his wife get a backside kick. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like, sit, really? Really, bro? Okay. Like, that's what I'm talking about, bro. That's what I, Why not at least have Seth come out and have the girls powder? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, are you in gorilla position watching your wife get yeah, a yeah, yeah. kick? Like, uh... Uh, bro, okay. um, they're, 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 th that's that's what I said, bro. Like, what, what, when does the improvement come, guys? What, what, when, when is the improvement coming? When, when? That's a good point. And again, man, they they need someone like a Vince Russo to be there to address those nuances because, like I say every single week, those nuances matter, man. It's 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 episodic television. Nuances matter. Because everything is leading up to the thing, like this, the the season finale or the pay per view. In in this particular case, everything is leading up to it. 
Now, if there's no nuance, if everything is just match-based, if you're just throwing stories together because there's some type of call-out backstage, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. There's there's not there's nothing to grip on. There's nothing to hold on to, man. So nope. I agree. Nuances uh, matter. I say that every week, and I think they need someone like you to um, to highlight that. But thankfully, you get to highlight that along with me on this show every week. And we have a good time with the SK Nation, and we have a lot of fun. Bro, think about it, Chris. Even if you did this, bro, even if you did, even if Seth came out and the girls powdered, okay, bro? Bro, you could have had Trish come back out at the end and just flat out kick Seth in the you-know-what, which could have caused Priest to beat Seth. Now Trish has even more heat with but it's, yeah, that's true. It's, it's it's straight up house show, that's bro. Point. That's a good point. Straight up house show. That's a really good point because I think because you know they're, you're going to have some throwaway you know uh, shows, throwaway pay per views, and I think even now you could have um, you know if if you're not trying to do a, a world title match at at Money Bank, which I think you should. But you can even do a, a mixed person, you know, tag match oh, yeah, with Trish. You know, with oh, you go you go one step further. Trish does that. Mm-hmm. Now Rhea Ripley's out there. Now Rhea accuses Trish of stealing my spotlight. I mean that, that that's what I'm saying. There's so when you talk about you take a nuance. Yeah. yeah. Now you could go yeah. in so, but bro, when you're just playing it as yeah. straight as possible, there's nothing there. Yep. Yep. Great point. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, uh, Seth and, and Becky against Trish and you know someone because that could have introduced you know some 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 heel you know person there i mean heck throw bronson reed there talk about heavy you know bronson reed can be trish's heavy and you yeah. can have uh bronson reed and and trish against uh seth and and uh and becky lynch and there you go all right this guy right here uh especially where what was almas and all this wasn't he isn't he a free I, bro, agent? I don't know who's wrestling for what show is almost supposed to be he's on a, raw he's a free agent he's as good uh, as Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> he's a free agent. <laughs> yes, he's a free agent, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'll tell you who I don't miss, bro. I swear. I I am so glad uh a theory is on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't miss that guy at all on this show, bro. Not doing much there either, man. He's doing his thing with with Sheamus, but Sheamus, but the brawling brutes is kind of they're feuding with uh, the pretty deadly team, and it's just SmackDown is starting to get a little bit too uh, gimmicky, too, for me. I've, you know, I've done this many times on this show. I've defended SmackDown time and time and time again on this show. But SmackDown is starting to lose my interest, too, unfortunately, man. But yeah, what doesn't lose my interest is this guy right here, Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone. Before we go uh football uh, fantasy baseball patreon let, let them yes know. guys if you are fantasy baseball players man join my patreon.com forward slash vrfbb and i will give you uh plays every week free agents every week and i will help you win your league uh patreon.com forward slash vrfbb yes indeed 
at the Vince Russo on Twitter is running underneath his name at Chris Prolific on Twitter is running underneath my name. This is the Legion of Raw, SK Nation, and everybody else watching. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.